My name is Dr. Christine Coleman. I am the founder and executive director of Bay Area, um, California-based nonprofit Soul Sisters, Inc. For those of you joining from Bermuda or other parts of the world. Um, I'm joined today by my good friend and fellow mompreneur, Sue Khan, and I can't wait for her to introduce herself. And today, if you saw our posts, we're just going to be talking, hopefully realistically, about these pressures that we might be feeling during this time of uh, shelter in place, crisis mode, pandemic, um, feeling that urge, uh, many of us to do more, to start all these endeavors that maybe we might feel like we have the time for, but in a lot of cases, we actually don't. Um, and there's a lot of push on social media to do these things and be incredible at this time. And some of us are just trying to figure out, you know, what does that mean for my life? And so we're gonna unpack that together today. Um, my background is in mental health as well as women's empowerment through the nonprofit. And I want to go ahead and give it away to Sue uh, to introduce herself. Hi everybody, my name is Sue. Um, I live in Bermuda, for those of you that are joining from outside of Bermuda. I am the creative director and founder of Naked Zero Lifestyle. Naked Zero is all about living a more conscious life, so conscious of the earth, conscious of your body, conscious of your mindset. Um, we've seen a big shift from our physical store into just teaching people about living more intentionally as a whole and incorporating it as a lifestyle. So um, I'm excited to get into this with Christine today because I personally have felt a lot of pressure, especially owning a couple small businesses on the island. Um, and having a lot of friends that are also entrepreneurs, I know that we are all kind of feeling this collective pressure. Um, so I think it's really good that we can get um, the perspective of Christine, who is a doctor and focuses on mental health. I'm really excited to start and get right into it. Cool, that's awesome. So the first thing we wanna address is, um, you know, while this is encouraging to try to set new goals at this time and and start these new endeavors, business plans, uh, blogs, you know, all these different things, or we might already see people hosting virtual classes and say, oh gosh, I, sh I should be doing something too for my community. It's a it's yeah. a crisis. It's a time to launch new things that I need to be a part of. Um, while those are really good things, a lot of us are just trying to stay afloat. A lot of you have full-time jobs, taking on children, um, maybe still have to go to work physically and are trying to figure out how am I supposed to have time for anything else? And the internet is telling me to try something else on my already heavy plate. So um, Sue, let's talk about that together. What would you say, you know, for maybe both folks who are in the one line who are saying I, I'm too overextended or folks who are saying I feel that pressure of trying to start something right now? I know for me, like, I go onto Instagram because a lot of Naked Zero is based on social media and connecting with people that way. And I feel like I'm constantly bombarded by posts and lives and new courses being launched in my emails and my inbox is like exploding with people who are being creative during this time and taking, you know, advantage of the downtime as well as, you know, so many people are online and on their phones and working from home and i think that's awesome but for me personally i do find it a bit overwhelming i do find like a lot of my friends that are also entrepreneurs they're like okay let's jump on a call let's figure out what we can do together let's collaborate and i'm like i'm trying to manage 
two small businesses, one of which can't even open right now because of what's going on. Um, we've been told that we have to shut down. I'm also a full-time project consultant. So because of the business, I'm now ramping up on consulting because they need more hands because of what's going on. And then trying to homeschool as well as you know, having the family at home all the time. Um, it's really difficult to manage all of it. And then this pressure of you must create, you don't must pump out stuff. And if you're not doing it, it means that you're not taking advantage of the time. And for me personally, I have always taken a long-term view at business. So when this happened, I had already been in a position where I was kind of moving Naked Zero into a different light as well. But by the same time, because I always take a long-term approach, I know that I don't need to act right now in this moment. I know that opportunity will be on the other side of it. Um, and I don't need to like force myself to do something right now in this moment. It's important to be aware of what's going on and it's important to be you know, sympathetic and understand, but at the same time, do we have to jump on it right now or do we lose the opportunity? And I think that's where a lot of the pressure comes from. It feels like if you don't jump on it right now, then the opportunity is lost because that's what the narrative is. Like there's so many people on their hands right now. Free time, but is that really true? Do we really have more free time now just because we're or do we like I feel like my plate is even more full because I'm at home and I've blurred the lines between work, business, family, relationships. So I feel even more busy and I feel like I have even more on my plate. So I've taken a long term view and like there's going to be opportunity on the other side of this and it's okay to take my time right now and just live through what's going on in the moment because i planned for my businesses from now five years out and yes this is different and yes this is um, unexpected and unprecedented but it doesn't mean that i need to jump and do something right now like if you are a business owner, you should have been planning your business long-term anyway. So yes, you may need to reshuffle, but it doesn't mean that we have to move right now in this moment, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and from a mental health perspective, just that can be so um, anxiety provoking. It can cause another level of stress when we're already in the midst of a stressful situation. And I want to highlight the word crisis. We're in a mental, we're in a health crisis right now, globally, it's a pandemic. So so to try to add on something on top of that, in addition to what we're already trying to figure out with what we have, that is a lot. And I do want to consider you know, folks who have the opportunity to extend their existing businesses or endeavors to online. Like if that's something that you have to go into shuffle mode for because it's your survival, it's your method of income, and I get that. Um, but for those of us who are like, I don't know if I, I saw someone, it was funny. Like, I don't want to learn, learn a new language right now. Like, can I live? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to take on a new thing. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. My main thing, especially when Sue and I were, were first discussing this topic alone, my main thing is like, if it doesn't bring you joy and peace and, and feeling like you're contributing something positive, that's going to also bless you or, or give you some kind of peace and processing through this time then don't do it that would that would be my advice yeah. so my advice looking for any advice or direction is you know self-care is going to be really huge during this time because we're all trying to reshift all the normal that we once knew and again we don't know how long this is actually going to last but for now we're knowing it's at least another month so yeah. in this time we're in this crisis and trying to figure out 
how to balance what we already have on our very busy schedules to add something new, I believe it should only really bring you joy and peace and feeling like you're involved in the community only if you're able to. And speaking yeah. for myself, I run Soul Sisters and I was already, um, many of you already know that I was already, you know, just had a baby. And so I'm not able to host, we are not able to host these events like we normally do every year. And so I was already taking a step back. And then this crisis happened. I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone who's involved in the community is now doing stuff. Like I need to do something. And I'm like, I yes. got this baby here. I have my husband at home. That It's just a lot to navigate. So I really do believe that we have to be careful with the go-getter culture. It's yeah. a really good one. I think people who are creative are going to come out with things that maybe they put on hold if they have the time now. But at the same time, if you're feeling like, I don't know if I, I'm able to add that to my plate right now to do something, it's okay. Let, yeah. let other people, and I think you could agree to this too, Sue, let other people take the torch. Like yeah. if you've been doing it for a long time, hand it off to them and say, cool. Like, there's been so many things that I've been enjoying from my own mental health because I'm not doing a lot right now. I'm taking it in. Yeah. So I do believe in the giving and the receiving um, part of things to also take care of yourself during this time. And I also feel like how often do we get the time? Like the universe has handed this to us. Like you have the chance now to be indoors, be with your family, have some quiet time, have some downtime. You, for some of us, we don't have to physically get up and go to the office every day. So for me personally, that gives me even more of a morning to myself because I don't have to rush and get kids dressed and all of that. They can kind of wake up as they're ready and I have a bit more time to myself in the morning, like, why not be okay with just accepting that? Like, the universe is giving us a chance to just have some downtime and quiet time and time with your families. Whereas I, I completely understand needing to pivot if you have a small business and that's your livelihood. You have a small business and that's your livelihood and all of that. But if you have the opportunity to just take some time with yourself and with your family and whatever it is, it absolutely is. What do you think about that? I'm curious to hear from you because you've started so many businesses in Bermuda. You've traveled around the world. You've seen how businesses go. Um, I'm wondering how, how do you think we got here with this like go-getter, you have to do this thing? Is this a millennial thing that a lot of people like say that it is? I feel like it's I a bit like of everything. Of like, I think part of it is like the millennial nature, like, we are so used to being able to do things quickly and like it doesn't take much to launch a business anymore like the barriers to entry are pretty low um if you have a decent following on instagram or any social platform you can pretty much get those people to buy from you it's pretty it's a lot easier to launch a business right now so i think because it's so easy it's cool because you can try a lot of things and try it quickly and i think part of the go-getter is just trying things because you know, you don't have to do the four years of college and to, you, you don't necessarily have to do that anymore to be successful. So why not just go hard and try things? Also, being on social media, everything seems like the degrees of separation aren't what they used to be. So you can easily see your friend from college and what they're doing. Whereas before it was a little bit, you know, things felt a little bit separate but now you can see it and you see it quickly. And so you're like, okay, well, I see what they're doing. I need to do this and I need to do that. And I find myself that I get caught up in that pressure sometimes too. I have a lot of friends and I have to remind myself that they, 
don't have family sometimes, they don't have children, um, they, they don't have mortgages to pay, like things like that. And so they're able to be a lot more nimble and they're constantly like putting out new content and designing this course and doing all these things. And then I feel like, am I doing enough? Am I, you know? But, but I've planned and I've spent a long time planning like the next five years of Naked Zero. I've planned like what I want my consulting business to involve into. And so I have to always go back to that. Like, you know, you have a plan. There's no need to like push so hard but it's easy to get caught in, especially when you get a whim of success or a little bit of failure. So like the success makes you keep going and the failure wants, you want to recover quickly and keep moving. So it's so easy to get caught up in it, you know? Yeah, and to feel like you're falling behind is, is so much Yeah, yeah. often too. Again, I think being a parent can often make someone feel that way. Um, and I was thinking the other day too, I'm like, when did, when did these like, endeavors become like business opportunities like remember when they were just yeah. hobbies yeah <laughs> remember when like, you just like to bake because you wanted to bake something good and not like sell them on etsy like it, it's just like interesting which again i think is cool like that's my personality is very much i love that like i love finding business opportunities or opportunities to connect that's but really it's like cool. does everything have to be an opportunity you know yeah exactly like, and, and it can right you just now, like bake for fun? Do you have to record it on Instagram and then drop an e-guide to do it, you know? Exactly. There's some kind of level too, which I hope no one gets offended by me saying this, but there's kind of like this narcissistic part of it too, because we can all probably agree that it's like everything on social media is kind of like, look at me, right? So yeah. you might not be a narcissist, but to some degree, selfies are very self-focused look at what I do on my Instagram stories is very self-focused. Yeah. Even if it is about giving back to the community, there's something about like a look at me attitude, which I don't necessarily, and a lot of, you know, people who studied psychology would agree that it's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. being mindful yeah. of, you know, what exactly is, is it, is it, is it really for you? Is it really for community or is it really to show people how good you are at what you do or what you're giving? And yeah. I guess my question to you, uh, it's like, how much of it is our own responsibility like part of it is like you know people are going to do what they want to do they're going to put it out there you know it could be you know i have people that i follow who are not usually as aggressive and now that this whole thing has happened i mean the emails about like get your corona coins and launch that course and like basically you're lazy if you haven't done anything, haven't like, done stop anything like stop wasting this time but then how much of that is like do we have to manage on our own? And like, how do we, you know, like there's a reason why it's triggering to me. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I, for me personally, I think that there is a drive to like, again, it depends on people's personalities. There might be people listening or on here that, you know, are, are just everyday working people who, who are all of a sudden now seeing all these things pop up on their feed and, and wondering like, wait, I, I usually just have this job and the people like you and I who might be a little more involved in like starting up things from scratch already who are now feeling like we're behind because we are already used to that that competition yeah. so I really do yeah. think it depends on what angle you're coming from um, but at the same time I think the core of it is there is a there is a deep desire when it comes to social media especially to be involved and if you take it a step deeper I think to be connected because right yeah. now we're not able yeah. to be physically connected. So 
all of us, I think at our core are looking for some kind of way to just like have that human connection again. Um, and we're really only really left with, with uh, social networking online. I think it's important to look at yourself individually to find out where are you and where was I before all this happened? What has shifted inside of me that now feels like compelled to, to do? Um, mm -hmm. Because some, for some reason in our society, especially American society, we're really, we're really valued based on what we produce, what we put yeah. out and how many followers we have or how much money we're making. Like what's, what are we producing and what are we getting in return? And that can do a lot to our self-esteem and our view of self-worth. Self -worth. And so again, bringing it back to this time of crisis, if you're already feeling that pressure on your everyday and now there's an added layer to that, that can really mess with you. And so if you're feeling like, what is going on inside of me that I feel like I'm, I'm already running this, like, what is it like the hamster wheel and I can't catch up. And now I feel like I have even behind or not doing enough again, that's really unhealthy. And we have to check ourselves. And I think the most helpful, helpful thing for me, cause I've been feeling that way too, just to be all the way honest is for me, I realized I, I can't save the world. I can't do everything. I can only do, first and foremost, my immediate family. Some of you listeners or, or viewers today are uh, single and living on your own. So you're just kind of trying to figure out how do I do this, this shelter in place on my own. Um, so try to find ways to stay connected. And then if you already have your families in your house with you, that's your first priority. Your second priority is how are you bringing food to the table? So, so I'm just saying that we have responsibilities our families our, yeah. our income on the table and if you're able to stretch it to having something else then i would say that would be the priority right like okay i can take on a project or two or just one i can get myself in this way i can volunteer this way you know those are the things i think we have to be really mindful of like what are my priorities the absolute you know just no discussion about it i have to take care of these things and if there is room on my plate for something else i'll try it um, right now I'm working on my website just just to put it out there that I'm working on it but it's very much like a slow process but I have mm. felt like I need to have this website out right now because this is the time to have it out because everyone's launching something and I need to be in the mix of that and it's like no 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 <laughs> like family yeah. first myself care first work on these projects even behind the scenes no one has to know about what's going on right now do it when you're ready and I think yeah. you could agree too that you know, when you are thinking of launching something, whether it's a passion project or an actual business, um, we shouldn't rush those things. Can you talk a little bit, a little, a little bit about how we should be thoughtful about putting and producing things that are actually going to get us some kind of success in, if that's what we're looking for? Yeah, well, I mean, I am a firm believer in energy and I believe energy is everything. And I think if you feel like you have to rush to put something out just because you know, everybody's in front of their phones or you think people have downtime, like that's going to translate into the product that you put out there. So if it means that you're rushing because you want to drop something quickly, like people will pick up on that and you will, even in your energy and selling it, you'll know that your intention behind it was more opportunistic than it was value-based. And I feel like the most success comes from when you are providing value to somebody. And you may believe that you are, but at the end of the day, your true intention behind it was opportunistic. And I think that you may find that it may not do as well as if you would have taken your time with it. And I mean, just business period, like 
the market is going to be saturated right now because so many people are thinking like this. So many people are thinking, I need to launch something. And while I do definitely think you, if you have a business that was, you know, a brick and mortar or if it was a physical place, you have to pivot your strategy because you need to be able to make money right now. But at the same time, you don't want to be a part of this saturation. If, you be, if you're patient and if you wait it out on the other side of it, there's going to be this calm that, you know, everybody has launched a whole bunch of noise during this time and some will be really great. And I don't think everything will be noise, but if you're patient at the end of this, you can have a really high quality product people are waiting for. I think you have to be a little bit compassionate too. Like people are gonna be cognizant of how they're spending their money right now. They're gonna be mindful of what they're committing their capital for because their capital is gonna be constrained. Whether we're sitting at home and making the same salary or not, we don't know what the future holds. So we're gonna be mindful about how we're spending that money. So wouldn't you, personally, I feel like I would like to wait and make sure that when I do launch something, that people are ready to spend that capital on it and they feel that they're getting the value for it. Because rushing to do it now when people are in that kind of hectic mind space, who knows if you're gonna to connect to the person that really needs it. Because if you're thinking about whether or not you're gonna be able to have an income in two months or purchasing this course or joining this retreat or signing up for this product, you're gonna be thinking twice about it in this time because we're all so uncertain right now. So just from a business perspective, I think like taking a step back and putting the time into the product and waiting it out as long as you can to make sure that you have a quality product to sell and not being afraid of dropping it after this is done, I think that you'll feel a lot better about it, you know? Like, that's kind of the long-term view that I'm taking. I wanna be mindful of my community and what they're, you know, willing to spend their money on and what they're, you know, what they're going through right now. And so I do provide a lot of free value through our blog, through lives like this, through um, downloads and things like that, just to help people to kind of get through this period and maybe there's something that we launch on the other side of it. And, you know, I have plans for the next few years, but I think you still have to have a little bit of compassion that everybody's going through this uncertain period. So don't be afraid to take your time. Don't feel like you have to jump on the pressure and just launch it because of the dynamics of what's going on right now. I really hope that you all heard that. It's really important to be thoughtful and smart about your strategy about launching anything. Um, Sue's the one with the, the business brains. I'm more on the philanthropic side of, of trying to, you know, we, we feel that urge to serve and to give back and to create these free access opportunities to make people feel good and cared and supported for. But whatever you're doing, whether it's to give back to the community through social media classes or online classes or whatever it is, or you're trying to get your business off to the next level, wherever you're coming from in this time, do it slowly and thoughtfully. I think that's probably the takeaway that we would want for people to have today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for I think sure. definitely take your time and don't feel like you have to rush it because people have, I, I personally think that conditions exist because we say they do. And just because we think that everybody has all this extra time in front of their phones doesn't necessarily make that true. And you can decide that, you know, those conditions will still exist post coronavirus or whatever, or better conditions will exist after that. You don't have to feel like just because this is what everybody's saying is what it is, you know?
-hmm. And exactly, you know, right now, please, 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 as I would tell my own self, I've been telling my own self, you know, be very in tune with your mental and emotional state right now. That is really important. It's really easy, as Sue was talking about, to get caught up in all the noise and what's being put out in your email blast and feeling like you're not, you're not learning enough, you're not teaching. Like sometimes you just need to chill and give yourself a time to read that book on your shelf that you've been putting off or to just set some time meditating or praying, calling up a friend. Like we don't have to be in the rat race and we don't have to be in it, especially right now, because it seems like so many people are doing that. And again, good for them. Good for, good for, good. <laughs> That's a good thing. If you're able to do it, if you're not, give yourself permission to say, that's not for me. That's not for me right now. I don't know what, if or when it'll ever be, but it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be a person in your own house without having to be connected to everything that's going on. Get connected with yourself. Get connected with your spiritual side of things if, you, if you're into that or want to be. Get connected with your family members. You know, today I went to drive by my mom's house and I waved to her from far away and we talked six feet apart and I drove off and it was weird, but it was also, you know, rejuvenating for me to remember that there is still human connection that I think we're, yeah. we're missing, you know, we're, we're longing for that. And so I would really encourage you to take it back to the beginning. As Sue said earlier, it is kind of an opportunity for many of us, not for everyone, because I want to shout out, you know, the working folks out there who are still just hustling, trying to get all these products out to make our lives a little easier. But, you know, for those of us who are feeling that tug, you know, get back to the basics, I think is a really good reminder that we need to, that we need to consider before getting caught up in, in what I need to be doing. You know, sometimes being is more than yeah. enough. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, so, so many of us, like for me, we're, both of us, both my husband and I are working from home, we have all three girls at home, and even though we're all like occupying the same square footage, it still feels like there's still some, like we're not as connected because for eight hours of the day, I'm trying to work at my computer, and then I'm trying to carve out time to do homeschool and stuff like that, like just from your family therapist background like how can we make sure that even though we're in the same square footage how can we be making the most of this time because i think we all agree that it's it's okay to like slow down right now we don't have to take the course we don't have to learn the new language we can take the time to be with ourselves and with our family but how do we make sure that you know the lines are kind of blurred between like home, school, work, and we're all kind of occupying the same space, but how do we still make sure that like, we're connecting with our kids, connecting with our partners, whatever it is, like, how can we make sure that we're still, you know, getting that balance in while we do have this opportunity, this kind of new time to be together like this? Definitely. It made me think of something a really good friend told me some time ago when I was getting used to being a new mother and also a stay-at-home mother, which are very different things. I think when you do have a workplace to go to, it kind of creates your schedule for you. You know what time you're supposed to get up to get there, you know what time you get home, then you know what happens after you get home before you go to sleep and start it again the next day. When you're a stay-at-home parent like myself, I or working from home, um, before all this, it was kind of, you have to figure it out and make your own schedule. And then again, adding children on top of that, it can be really blurred. So when we all kind of kind of got forcefully thrown into this a week or two ago, um, I don't even know what day it is today. <laughs> you know, we got thrown into this situation um, and we had to, you know, quickly gather all of our, all that we got to make it work. 
And a friend of mine told me when I, when I became a new mother and a new stay at home mother, cause I was working full time before that, she said, give a hundred percent to everything that's in front of you at that time. So I know that, especially as women, we feel like we're really good at, and I believe that we are really good at multitasking. But when we have kids looking at us, multitasking is probably not always the best for them. And it's also not always the best for us. When we have partners or spouses, that's always not, that's not always the best to, to be trying to do too many things at once. So my recommendation for that is to give a hundred and whatever, whatever it is. Right now, I'm trying to be more mindful. It's not always easy, but be more mindful when I have my two-year-old daughter who's now beginning to understand things a bit more than when she was a baby, obviously having my husband, you know, trying my best to like carve out time just with him. So it's not so much different than the, the things that we probably already know before we were all sheltering in place and under the same roof, but it takes a little bit more thoughtfulness and effort to really carve out specific time and give more of a hundred percent as much as you can to whatever's in front of your face. If you're going to do your work, ask, whoever's in the home with you, can you please watch the kids? Or if you live by yourself, I'm going to give hundred percent to this, this task in front of me now. I'm not, so give 100 to whatever it is in front of you. And I think that that will be helpful to help you keep your calm and keep your cool. And also let others know around you that they have you there and ask the same of your, of who's in the house too. You know, it's easy for us to say, well, I know what to do, but can I ask my partner or spouse, you know, I would really appreciate, you know, just like, 30 minutes with you uninterrupted when the kids go down or, if, you know, if, if you're not working right now, can I have that? You know, those are things that instead of like, you're not paying attention to me, like that's a very different delivery, right? So like, yeah. I really yeah. like connecting with you. Let's take some time together. Wouldn't that be really nice for us to, to reconnect or with your child? Like, hey, can you put your phone down if they're, if they're using a phone? I'm like, I would just want to hang out with you. Let's play a game. Let's do something. So that's, I think, how I, I would really encourage all of us to be mindful of, of just slowing down and, and doing a hundred percent with whatever yeah. task is in front of us. Yeah. That's such good advice because I feel like the reason why I have kind of put things on pause instead of like jumping on this go getter kind of culture is because I've been trying to be really present, like with the kids and like really present when I'm doing work. And by the time I've done all of that, from um, seven in the morning until six, seven o'clock at night, I don't want to do anything else, which is why I'm like confident in my plan. Like I plan for the businesses. So if I have to take a month of not doing as much, it's okay. Like we're still active on like the blog and on social media and things like that. And I have a team that helps me with that, but I don't feel like I need to be jumping on the next product plan that I had in place or jumping on the next, on the next program or retreat program or, whatever or whatever it is because because I'm like breaking up my day to be like really intentional and really present I don't feel like it at the end of the day like by the time that comes around I'm ready to like be on the couch watch some Netflix and relaxing it's been a long day of like being super intentional with my time remember that too like if you are chilling there's there should not be any guilt attached to that i know that we feel that sometimes but i all i can almost guarantee you and sue please tell me if you've ever felt this before i can almost guarantee you that pretty much no one else really is paying that much attention to what you're doing (laughs) you know what i mean we feel that pressure we think oh my gosh i'm letting the whole world down if i don't do x y and z and you're really not 
you know, it's, it's yeah. that pressure put on ourselves. If someone asks you to do something and, or can you be involved on this? Can you come on this podcast? Can you start this for us? And, and that's different, but you're also allowed to say no. And yeah. that's all yeah. you're allowed to say, I can't right now. And if you're sitting on your couch, watching TV or reading a book or laughing with your family and you think, Oh gosh, that person asked me to do this. And I said no to them. That's probably what you need right now. Uh, Sue, did you have anything else you wanted to leave folks with before we, we jump off today? Um, no, I guess the biggest thing for me is just if you're a business owner and you're feeling a lot of um, pressure right now to launch something new or to accelerate your plans, I would encourage you, if you already have a plan for your business, to don't feel, not to feel the pressure to accelerate that plan know that you made that plan for a reason if you do feel like you need to be to pivot don't feel bad about pivoting your strategy and do that but don't feel like you have to accelerate plans just because of the environment that we're in if anything if you don't have a plan take the time to put together a plan and that made that you feel comfortable when unexpected things like this happen so for me because i have a plan in place i don't feel like i need to jump on this wave i can kind of relax into it and know that on the other side of this opportunity will still exist and if you're not a business owner and if you are working from home and you feel like you need to impress your boss or prove that you're making value from home or anything like that like I just feel like now's the time to take the pressure off. Like we've been given this unique opportunity that like, depending on your perspective actually is a bit of a gift to be able to be at home and have some downtime and have your family under the same roof. It sucks for me because I love being around my family, my sister, my mom, and I don't get to do it right now. So it's like killing me not to be with my nephews and my sister and my mom and my brother and everybody. But like, if you can just take this time to be with your families, be with the people in your household, be present, um, not to feel guilty if you are taking time off and relaxing and watching Netflix, don't feel like you have to gain a skill just because we've got a month to work from home. Like, I'm sure that there are people who, you know, this time has thrown things out of, you know, thrown things in the works and it's, throwing things off course, but try not to let it like force you to accelerate plans and launch things that are not ready and things like that, just because you feel this pressure. Absolutely. And I know, again, from a philanthropic and mental health perspective, if you really are feeling the, the tie to the, the, the call or pressure or just necessity or even desire, if you really gen, gen, genuinely want to um, not even maybe start something, but be a part of something, um, I would encourage you to look in what already exists. And sometimes, again, the greatest things that happen when we start something new, if you are looking for an entrepreneurial route or a passion project to launch yourself, sometimes it is actually really valuable to look around at what's already being done and ask yourself, is there something that I can fill the gap or fulfill the need of in my community or online or whatnot? So if you want to become... A volunteer with someone or donate something online then that's one way that you can give back if you want to start something on your own um, you don't have to get in there right away but again it's sometimes the behind the scenes stuff actually most of the time the behind the scenes stuff is what provides the most value like sue said in the long run so look for the need that's going on. okay i see all these classes all these fitness classes all these bloggers all these things going on but i didn't see x y or z so how can mm -hmm. i 
my gift or skill in there and take your time to launch that. Not everybody needs to know what you're doing and not everyone needs to know that you are doing something. So again, wait for your time. My biggest, I think, advice or feedback that I want you all to take away today is give a good check-in with yourself. You know yourself more than anyone else. And if you know that you have the bandwidth to start something or take something that you're already doing to the next level and you can add that to your plate by all means I'm looking out for you get creative do it you know all 100% props but if you know that this is not the time and that all the noise going on around online or people talking to you you know over the phone or on the internet are saying do this help me with that I know we're all in the house now so let's do something you know if you know that that's just not the head or heart space that you're in right now it's okay to say no to others and it's definitely okay to say no gently with yourself and give yourself that grace and permission to say I know what I need I need a glass I hope that you all found this time really valuable together I really want to thank you Sue for what you provided everyone today and of course thank you, um, thank you. It, it was fun it was fun I think it's a helpful reminder for for people and it definitely was for myself too that I am enough you are enough and we're all enough we got this we can take care of it if there are things that you like about this time don't think that it has to stop when we all resume our normal life if you love having the extra time if you love being able to say no because we have to observe this social distancing and all if there are things that you are loving about this time then hold on to it don't feel like just because go back to our normal lives that you now have to like open up your calendars and all of that stuff like hold on to the things that are working for you right now and incorporate it into life when it resumes and goes back to normal that's what we create habits right so if you really want to hold on to the things that we've learned it doesn't mean you have to run right back into the race as soon as you're allowed out again so thank you for that where can folks find you at naked zero So if you want to find out more about Naked Zero and what we're all about, you can check us out on Instagram at Naked Zero Lifestyle. We also have a blog that we update pretty regularly at NakedZeroLifestyle.com. And then if you want to see a little bit more about my life and my family, then you can check us out. Check me out on Suzanne KJ Khan. So that's my personal page where I share a bit more of my family and my kids and things like that. And for those of you who don't know me or uh, my nonprofit here in the Bay Area of California, my name is Christine Coleman. You can find me at Soul S O L Sis Chris. That's my personal page and our main page at Soul Sisters Org S O L Sisters Org. Uh, and our website is Soul Sisters dot org. Um, so thank you.